Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Today is a very special day because we finally got news about Animal Crossing. And it's an especially special day because we have a new co-host, Sergio is joining us. Welcome, Sergio. Hi, thank you, Chewy. Hello, everybody. And we actually met via the Switchcast podcast. They have a Discord channel there. And very often, Animal Crossing comes up. And we just spend the rest of the time talking about that. Right. Um, so anyways, if you could just give them a little background about yourself, Sergio. Yes, definitely. Well, um, thank you, everybody. Um, my name is Sergio or Sergio. Either one works. My history with the Animal Crossing games, um, I did start with the first one, Population Growing. I did not pick it up at launch. I got it in 2003, which was about a year after it released in North America. And I got it um, during high school, and I was going through my first summer job for a field that wasn't really my thing, so it was a very stressful time. And Animal Crossing, population growing was sort of my stress relief. I remember coming back from that job and just unwinding in this awesome world. And it, it was a very different type of game for me, my first time playing something like this. And I was definitely hooked. Uh, I remember I kept a diary um, since that was the only game that let you do that. And I've never done anything like that. So it was a very special game and a very special series. Yeah, you know, I remember the diary, but I felt, didn't it only let you make like one entry for the month? I believe so, yes. <laughs> yeah, if only, I kind of always wish that they would bring that back and you can write a little thing about every day. Right. Or like, you know how in New Leaf you can take screenshots? It'd be cool if you could put one of those screenshots or some of the screenshots into your little diary entry. Oh, right, right. So you can make your own. But yeah, so I guess, what about the rest of the games? So for Wild World, I actually, I, I did play it a little bit, but it, it it didn't really grab me. Part of it was, I remember the frame rate bothered me. It wasn't, you know, it definitely wasn't 60 frames per second. And it just, it wasn't very smooth, I thought. And also, that was for the original DS, which didn't have the bright screen yet for the DS Lite. And I couldn't see it that well. I remember I very easily uh, missed the fossil spots and other items. So I did play it a little, and I liked the fact that you could do voice chat, but I didn't play a lot of Wild World, to be honest. Um, You know what? Um, Correction, they didn't have voice chat. That was the first game that had online play, but you could send the little text messages when you were at somebody else's town. That's what I meant to say. Right. Okay. Well, I still think I got voices through on Mario Kart. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Right. I don't know if that's real or not, but I feel like it's real. <laughs> no, right, right. It could happen. Yeah. So, what about City Folk? That's the one that have voice chat, and I did play with voice chat. And when City Folk came out, I thought, you know what? I miss Wild World, but on this one, I'm coming back. And I got it at launch. A friend of mine gave it to me a few days before lunch, actually, because he worked, he worked at Walmart. He got an early copy. And oh, wow. I was addicted to it. I played a lot of City Folk every day, but only for about a year. I stopped about a year, but I definitely played a lot. I made most of my money by growing foreign fruit. Just a oh, lot yeah. of foreign fruit trees, right? <laughs> Yeah, I remember I played City Folk a lot. I liked it better than Wild World, but after a while, your town just starts to look really bad because the grass wear in that game is, like, really harsh. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, the animal tracks. It's a cool feature now that it's been cleaned up, but that game, my town was just dirt after a while. (laughs) That's right. And it is, in a way, a sort of just uh, an expansion on Wild World. So while I do feel bad that I didn't play Wild World, I know City Folk is basically the better version of it. Yeah, I basically think of, like, 
City Folk and Wild World are kind of the same game. And then we got a new one once New Leaf came out. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and New Leaf. I, yeah. I, you told me you played, like, over 850 hours. That's right. And since, I, like I mentioned, I only played City Folk for about a year. It was a couple of years before New Leaf came out, and I was so ready for it. The The first trailer during E3 really got me going and, and got ready for the game. So, yes, I had three towns total. Um, I only played two, really, but in a main one. And that main one, I have close to 850 hours on it. Yeah. Um, is that like combining your three towns together or just that one town? The one town is about 820 and then the second town has about 100 hours and the other one just a couple, like maybe 10 or 20. Okay. Yeah, because I only have one town and I want to say I'm at like 940 hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so, yeah. yeah, that one, that's been the same town since release day. Right. And right. I'm never going to get rid of it. Oh, definitely <laughs> not. Definitely if I, not. If I make a new town, I'm getting a new game. <laughs> right, right. My town, My town's name is Madera or Wood in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to your visit. Yeah, I'm excited to go see it. <laughs> um, and then Happy Home Designer came out after that. Right. What did you think of that one? I liked it. I I haven't played much of it, but what I what I played, I liked, and I definitely liked the improvements to the interior lay, layout designing and all the new options that you have. I yeah. like the approach. It's just, I think it's a little limited, but I understand what they were going for. I know it's not a main main series game. Yeah, I know a lot of people were pretty, I guess, disappointed in it. They didn't think of it as much of a game. Um, And one comment I kept hearing since the last Direct, which we're definitely going to talk about a little later, but a lot of people feel that there's more to do in the mobile title versus um, Happy Home Designer. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's a little bit more variety, but Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's more to do. Because, like, I have all the Amiibo cards, and so I could literally scan in 400 characters and design 400 different houses for them. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Happy Home Designer, and I like what it did to grow the designing features. Like, um, even after the update with New Leaf, the only thing they really added was, like, the touchscreen um, design controls. Right. I would have liked to see more of like the new items show up, specifically rugs and like ceiling lights. Right. Um, but yeah, I like that one. And then what about Amiibo Festival? The very divisive Amiibo, <laughs> Amiibo Festival. <laughs> I think I'm one of the few that um, I was going to say I like it, but I'm not sure if I want to take that willing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I got it at launch. I played it you know, it's really good to play it about once a month. I think that's the right amount to play it. And, and back then, that's that's how I, I played it once a month until the Switch came out. And the Switch sort of took time away from a lot of games, including Amiibo Festival. But mm-hmm. what, what I do like a lot about Amiibo Festival is that it's the only game in the series and even as in the spin-offs that lets you play as some of the characters. Personally, for me, KK Slider. I'm, I'm a huge fan of KK Slider. <laughs> so it's the only game where you have some sort of direct control over him. That's it makes Amiibo Festival special for me. Yeah, yeah, I like. Um, I mean, it's a very like I, I don't know. The game feels quiet, kind of empty a little. But I really did like playing through um, the Desert Island Escape. Um, which right. I don't think I ever finished, but I was doing a little YouTube series where I'd I'd pick like three random amiibo cards, scan them in, and play as those characters. Um, and I think I got through about five levels, but I really want to start that up again. Right, right. That sounds good. It, it's I think it's the best of the mini games. I know it has others which I tried. They were okay. I like the quiz one. If you want to quiz yourself on the villagers, it's it's pretty nice. It's it's actually yeah. pretty challenging. But yes, definitely Desert Escape was the the best one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the board game, 
honestly, like I had a good time just sitting there by myself and scanning in four different amiibos to get all of their outfits. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'm, I'm still and, working and then out that. Also, uh, one thing that you could do was you could customize the board a little bit. And so what I did with Happy Home Designer was I would design somebody's house, um, usually just the exterior because that's all that shows up. But when you scan it into Amiibo Festival and add that villager to your board game, it'll take that house that you designed and put oh, it into the world. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that was... Uh, I like that little feature of it, but... Yeah, I can see why people were disappointed in the game. <laughs> right, right. It's just, it's too simple and it's too reliant on luck. There's some skill, but not enough. Not yeah. enough variety. Yeah, and I'm terrible at luck-based things. I just, if if it's luck-based, I'm going to lose. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I guess what about any other things you do? Any other projects slash or anything you wanted to say? Yes, so I, I do this thing which I'm calling Animal Cross Sunday. Um, basically, I just I play Animal Crossing games on Sundays, and I work on some side projects that I have. I'm, I'm gathering music from KK Slider for, to do like a playlist. Um, I also have a 3D model of him that I I need to go back to finish. And yeah, so Animal Cross Sunday, just play different games. And yeah. I also really enjoy on Saturday evenings. Just going to KK Slider and listening to his songs. I, I really like them. Yeah. And then I guess what do you mean by like collecting KK Slider songs? Um, I'm retrieving the music that he plays, the live versions, the air checks, and the music box ones. And I'm looking into seeing if we can put him up on something like tuning radio or something. Or, or at least distribute the playlist so everyone has the music. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to. The, I, I recently listened to all of the KK Slider songs and it was because I just looked up Animal Crossing music at work and I think like the second option was Population Growing, the entire soundtrack. And that's the only soundtrack of the games that I saw that included the KK Slider music. And it's about seven hours and a half. <laughs> right. So I get a full days of work, a full day of work done when I listen to that. To the whole thing, right? Yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, a few other things that I do. I I do game streaming. I, I'm focusing first of all on the Nintendo side of the games, and most specifically on under the radar Switch games. A few that are coming out. I do have a Capture Fight 3DS. So in the future, we are also looking into doing New Leaf streams or Happy Home Designer, etc. Yeah, and especially um, if people ever want to come visit and join in those streams, that would be really awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I I've also, always really... Or, no, go for it. <laughs> I also happen to have downloads of the European and the Japanese uh, copies of Splatoon 2. And I do participate in those Splatfest. Whenever they're different from the North American one, I will be doing just a quick live stream of that. That's cool. I barely have time to do like our Splatfest usually. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's always a fun time. So I guess um, that probably covers a lot of what you do, which is awesome. I love, I, I kind of want to adopt the Animal Cross Sunday thing for myself. Right. <laughs> and um, I guess I don't know what I would want to do. Um, probably get back into the Desert Island Escape game and start right. that back up on my channel. Right, right. <laughs> and for, for yeah. anyone interested in, in any of that content, you could follow me on Twitch, YouTube, or Twitter. And the username is Sergio, S-E-R-G-I-O, A-L-V-S-M-Boy, 6-4. So altogether, it's Sergio ALB64. Yeah, and I'm guessing that's after Nintendo 64. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But yes, um, it's, so... it's definitely an honor to be part of Haken. Thank you, Chewy. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad to have you. I, I knew you'd be a, the perfect fit after all our conversations. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now let's get to the big thing that happened because... I essentially expected this Direct to happen in November, but Nintendo's been beating me to the punch. Like, 
at all times this year. So November, uh, October, um, what was the exact date? I don't remember. But we finally got an Animal Crossing Direct, and it was specifically on the mobile game. Um, they were sure to say that there was going to be no mention of any other software, no Switch news, no nothing. So they killed my dream immediately. <laughs> A lot of everyone's dreams, definitely. I, I, I wanted so badly to just... All I needed was a title card. Just right. a title card that says Animal Crossing Switch in development like 2018 or maybe even 2019. I don't care. As long as I know they're working on it. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, they gave us a mobile direct. So what were your first impressions from the direct? Oh, I I wasn't too sure what to expect. Honestly, if anything, I was expecting Happy Home Designer Mobile. And that would have been fine, especially for me that I didn't play a lot of Happy Home Designer. That was my guess. That's sort of the thing that made the most sense in a way. But then we got Pocket Camp, which is a lot more than just that. Yeah. Um, so me going into it, I was like, okay, we're going to get a mobile game. And I kind of had a guess that it would focus more on the exterior type of designs. Um, because one thing I really liked about Happy Home Designer was how it grew the amount of options you had while you were indoors, you know? Definitely. And so I was like, you know, I think the next game needs to grow or expand what we can do outside in our town. Like with New Leaf, we got the addition of public work projects and... I was like, it, there are only so many public work projects you can get. I mean, there are tons and tons, but you know how Animal Crossing works. They're always going to add more and more on top of that. So I thought, you know, I think they're going to use this game to kind of grow that. Um, right. But, right. but little did I know that it was going to be Pocket Camp. And the whole idea of it is like perfect because it's like it's a mobile title. You take it with you and the whole thing's kind of based around like being outdoors and being in your little camper driving around. <laughs> right, right. Definitely way, way more exterior focus. I am totally in agreement with you. I know Happy Home Designer touched on it a little bit, letting you design the, the front of the houses. And I, I was with you. I, I was hoping eventually I was thinking on the Switch game or the future game, they would really go all out on exterior designing or exterior layouts and Pocket Camp is it. Yeah, and I'm still secretly hoping that like the Switch version lets you build a little yard in front of your house where you can put like special furniture there. Right, right. Yeah, so I guess once the Direct was going on, were you excited about the game? Oh, yes, I was already <laughs> very, very excited. Yeah, it opened up for me and I was just like, oh my gosh, the trees are different sizes, <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> Because um, that's something I've always wanted, just like some variety in the plants you grow, like because every tree looks identical, you know, right to the next. And I just wanted like, you know, if you could make one tree about a foot higher than the other, that'd be great. <laughs> and it's right. just a, a random thing that happens. Um, right. But yeah, immediately I was just like, this is cute. This is like a lot of the things that I wanted to see in the new game. Right, right. And this is a lot of the game content that I wasn't expecting. I was really excited right from the get-go. Yeah. And then were, was there anything you were worried about when seeing the game? I was initially concerned with the controls, to be honest. I, I knew it was all going to be touch-based. I was wondering how it would work. We'll get to our impressions now that we've been playing it, but it wasn't a concern at all. It, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, the touchscreen, um, I'm still a little, I guess I feel a little like a lazy mobile gamer. Like I don't like to position my hand in a special way to play a game. I, I still just like use my thumb. So sometimes right. when I'm walking along something, I'm like missing something because my thumb's covering it. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I understand that worry. My worry with it was... Um, because, you know, it's like a free-to-play game, so they are leaf tickets that you get. Um, they explained that a bit in the Direct. And my worry was just, like, 
are the leaf tickets going to be something that you like need or is it going to be too expensive and yeah that's always my worry with the free to play games like how much are you going to spend to play a game you know oh definitely if it's not done right it can it can really hurt the game or just not let it get out there at all yeah and then i guess i had one question before we actually get into our gameplay because we both have downloaded it um but do you think this makes it more or less likely that we'll see a switch version of animal crossing that's a great question I wonder, I'm hoping it's a different team or sort of like the B team from the Animal Crossing developers. I think, I'm hoping that it doesn't, if it does, I think what the, what will happen is they will implement some of the features in Pocket Camp into the Switch game. I think it's mm-hmm. a perfect way to tie us over. Yeah. Yeah, I get the impression that we've been gotten a lot of like placeholders for animal crossing while they're working on like the next big thing. So especially with like Nintendo's recent like mobile releases, they've all essentially been followed by a new game in that series. So we had Pokemon go. um, What was that now? Two summers ago or was it last summer? No, two summers. Correct. Okay. Two summers. So yeah, we had Pokemon go. And then shortly after that was Pokemon Sun and Moon. Right. So Pokemon Sun and Moon did really well for Nintendo. Sales were great. And it was probably due to, like, free promotion they got just from Pokemon Go. Yes, definitely. And then after that, we got a Fire Emblem app, and that meant um, there was a new 3DS game shortly after, and they announced a Switch game um, two Switch games, Warriors, right. which just came out, and a mainline Fire Emblem game, which will come out in 2018. And then there was Super Mario Run, and I don't know about you, but I've been busy playing Super Mario Odyssey all weekend. <laughs> right. Um, so I think it's just the natural thing that's going to happen. I think we've got this Animal Crossing app, and pretty soon we're going to be seeing the next Animal Crossing on Switch. That's a good point. Very good point. And since the game is coming out late in November here in North America, there was an earlier release and we'll be talking about that. Considering that it will be out in November, I don't expect a Animal Crossing Direct early next year, but I do see it either at E3 or maybe just to mention that we're working on it and it will be released by the end of 2018. I can see that happening. I think that's the best bet. Yeah, I... I definitely think 2018 is like a year that we could get Animal Crossing. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think January is going to be a big news month for us. And if we don't see it there, I would say expect it at E3. Um, Right. But hopefully we're not all broken hearted after that. (laughs) Right, right. Which is all always the dangerous thing when you want to see a new game, right? So let's uh, let's actually jump into the game. Like you said, it's coming out officially everywhere late November. We didn't get an exact date, but shortly after the direct, Australia got the game, and so it was available on the Australian um, Apple Store and um, their Google Play Store. So essentially, there are a bunch of directions on how to get the game. Um, It's a little bit more difficult if you have an iPhone. I have an Android, so it was just downloading something from a link, and then I had the game. Right. Um, I have an Android, too. It was very easy. Yeah, super easy. I think I downloaded, like, the Mega Upload app, and then that let me download the game. Right. Right. but yeah, if you just Google anything to get the game, if you are interested in playing it early, then it's out there for you and you can definitely work on it. And it's interesting that it's actually considered version 0.9. So it's not even version one. I think in a way they released it over there in Australia, sort of as a beta test for, for everyone. Yeah, I think it's a test because it feels like it's pretty complete but I feel like the 
from what I've played, there are a lot of little things missing, and we'll get back into that. But I guess let's kind of go over a general overview of the game and what it's about. Sounds good. Yeah. So the gameplay, it essentially consists of like doing chores for your villagers, which is exciting because this is a feature that hasn't been in Animal Crossing since the GameCube version. Right. Yeah, and I think it's something my friends and I have really wanted for a long time. Like, if you ran out of things to do in Animal Crossing, you could talk to a villager and be like, hey, have anything for me to do? And so the entire game is kind of, like, based on that. And then so you do things for them. They give you crafting supplies. And then from there... You can craft their favorite furniture, grow your friendship stat, and essentially try to get this animal to want to stay at your campsite. Right. I, I really like that that new feature to the series, the friendship level. Basically, when you complete requests for the villagers, you do more and more, and you keep building a friendship with them, and they're more likely to want to be part of your campsite if you collect items or furniture that they they specify. They tell you what they want. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that friendship thing because uh, I guess none of the games really tell you if you're good friends with anybody. In New Leaf, you essentially find out when that you're really good friends with them when they give you a photo of themselves. <laughs> right before they move out. Yeah, either they just moved out <laughs> and dropped a photo of them in your mailbox or you get lucky and they're just like, oh, here's a picture of me. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like that you can actually track your friendship level with people and, you know, they just become better friends. Right, right. Some of the requests, you know, they, they ask you for everything and anything that you can think of that's in the game. They ask you for bugs fish fruit it's a little unusual but it, you know it's part of animal crossing yeah and um there are a bunch of different areas in the game where you can get all of these things so there's lost lure creek which is a little river where you can do some fishing and mine actually has a couple of fruit trees there right and does yours yes <laughs> yeah cool and then there's Breezy Hollow, and that just kind of has fruit, a bunch of different fruit trees. Um, I think you get one of every type, which right. is nice. And then you have Sunburst Island, which is for catching bugs, and I also have a coconut tree there. Right. And then there's Saltwater Shores, which you can do some more fishing, but this is at the ocean, so you're going to get ocean fish versus river fish. And right. then... The one really different area where you still get materials is Shovel Strike Quarry. But you need leaf tickets to enter there, or you need five friends to help you get in. Right. I have only been there once, thanks to friends like you. Yeah, I've only, I've also only been there once. Because, um, I mean, it doesn't really notify you when your friends want help to get in you have right. to like manually check it um which i hope is something they fix um that way people are alerted that oh this person really wants to get into shovel strike quarry how about you lend them a hand you know right right yeah and then outside of that so those are kind of like the areas where you get different things um and then from there you have your own campsite where your camper is and all your little villagers um, that decide to live in your campsite are there. You can also decorate it and everything. And then you have OK Motors, where you can upgrade your camper. And you have a marketplace that has different shops from the games, like miniature versions of shops. Right. And they, they alternate throughout the day, correct? Yeah, though I've only really seen, like, all of the Able sisters. And then are Timmy and Tommy just, like, always there? Yes, different items throughout the day, but right, they're always there on the right side. Yeah, I, I feel like I would prefer it if they swapped out a little more, like maybe Kix could take their spot. Right. Because it took me forever to find Kix, and then I finally <laughs> did and changed my shoes immediately because I did not like the shoes I had. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm still trying to get pants. I don't know if pants are in the game. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen any, no. Yeah, I haven't seen any. So, But yeah, um, the marketplace, two shops at a time, and each of them have three items for you to pick from. Right. And just a little note, I, I noticed that in my copy of the game, you always seem to be at Saltwater Shores. I wonder if the game sort of knows maybe that's your favorite area and he puts you there in my game. <laughs> oh, I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I think I see you all over the place in different spots. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just end my game there a lot. <laughs> and speaking of OK Motors, I really like the three new characters. Definitely Giovanni takes the cake. Yes, I love them. As soon as I saw them in the direct, I was just like, who are these birds? <laughs> I need them in my life. <laughs> right. Yeah, they are so cute. And they all have like really great characters. Like if you talk to them, they have awesome dialogue. Um, of course, it gets like a little re repetitive because the game's kind of bare bones. Right. As far as like interacting with villagers and other characters goes like they kind of just say the same thing right right i'm pretty sure they, they're gonna add more as, as they do updates but yes i agree with you completely but yeah and then outside of those areas you can or while you're in any of those areas you can run into other vill or other players um it's kind of like a computer player kind of thing but from there you can send them a friend request um, visit their campsite, buy items from their market box, um, and like send kudos. Like tell them they're doing a great job with their campsite. Right, right. So if you have extra items um, that you don't have room for, or if you have exclusive items that you think somebody else might want to buy, you put it in your little market box, and that's what people can see and buy items from you. Yeah, I try to fill up my market box pretty regularly. I think I'm short now because I have I just leveled up and got more slots um right but but yeah I I think it's really cool when I find something rare and I have like a ton of them I'm just like well maybe somebody else wants to buy this for like a thousand bells <laughs> right just one thing to notice if you put multiple of ones you need to adjust the price I just assumed they would adjust it on its own and I was selling a lot of items for the price of one <laughs> so they yeah. were going fast yeah, so it's it, it it's kind of weird. Like it gives you different pricing for each item. Like I know fruits, the max you can go is like five hundred, and then other like I I have a red snapper or something, and that kind of just goes to a thousand. You know, right, right, mm -hmm. and so then you can adjust it. Prices for everything, which I don't know exactly why they did that. Um, maybe it's people, uh, maybe it's just like the developers thinking, yeah, we don't want you to cheat people <laughs> for right. your bells. Right. Um, but I kind of like it so far. Like, you know, something's not going to be super overpriced in somebody's box. Right. Right. And like you mentioned, you can, um, you can visit the player's campsite if you want to get ideas on their layout or the different campsites there is. Once when, when you start the game, you have to pick between a natural one, a cool one, a cute one, and I believe there's another option. So you can take a look at different styles and different layouts that other players may have. Yeah. And then, I mean, even when you choose, like, the different layout, like, I went with cool, for example... Um, it doesn't mean like I only get cool furniture, like you still have access to all the different furniture available. Right, it's more like a template, exactly. Yeah, it, it's just something to kickstart your camp so it doesn't look really sad when you first start the game. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so from there, like you can, uh, when you visit somebody's town, like you can also see like all the unique items they've been crafting or what characters they decided to have move in. Um, right. So it's pretty cool seeing other people's little campsites, especially like as we get further in the game, I'm sure we're going to see a lot more people with, um, shoot, what is it? With different amenities. I always mess that word up. That's Oh, right. Yes. Afraid. But, but yeah, with the, like right now, I'm actually working on building the half pipe. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, and I've been trying so hard because there's actually like a lot of work you have to do to get to building like the actual good stuff. <laughs> right. Is it a lot of leaf tickets? Um, well, so whenever you are making friends with an animal, they give off a certain type of essence. So the essences can be natural, cute, cool, and what, sporty. what's the last one? I think it's sporty. Yeah, or sporty. And so when you're building an amenity, you need a certain amount of those essences. Mm. And so once you have enough, slash, you also need crafting materials. But you have those, and then you can build the uh, amenity. And the first ones you build are tents that are specific to the theme. Right, and you level those up. Yeah, and then from there you have to use all that stuff again to level them up. And then once they're finally at their max level, you can build the half pipe. <laughs> which is okay. what I was working toward the whole time. Okay, I just began leveling up my tent, that's why. Yeah, and then I guess which tent did you go with? I went with, is it nature? I oh, think natural? it is nature, okay. yes, natural. Mm -hmm. Cool, yeah, so you're going for that picnic set. Right. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I Right now, I've been going for the half pipe, like that was my first thing, but I'm pretty sure the stuff I really want is the cute stuff. Um, they get like this tree swing, right. but mostly I want the little carousel. Right, right. I want the tree swing for sure. Yeah. So right after my half pipe spill, I'm going to switch directions and work on my cute stuff. Right. And you should be able to bring it back <laughs> if you decide to change your mind. Yeah. So I guess, um, let's see, let's talk about some of the new things in the game. For example... Um, just some things I wrote down. We have throw nets for fishing, honey for attracting bugs. Um, we talked about the friendship levels a bit and, you know, and villager interaction with like the furniture and amenities. Right. Yeah. That's, so, that's definitely my favorite part. Uh, you, you just see the villagers doing things you hadn't seen them do before. You see them reading or cooking yeah. Just dancing around, playing musical instruments. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things I really liked about Happy Home Designer because it added to villager interaction with the items in their home. Like they would actually feel like they're living in there, you know? Right. Um, right. But yeah, this game, it adds all of that. And well, the coolest thing to me is just like, seeing an animal skateboarding on your half pipe oh <laughs> i was like i need to have that in my town i just want a little guy shredding it <laughs> that's awesome yeah and yeah, yeah. Um, we mentioned the throne net and the honey those are new items uh, the throne net basically guarantees you a lot of fish you don't even have to touch or, or do anything at the right time it just grabs a lot of fish for you same for the honey it attracts a, a bunch of different bugs and you just get them now i believe you only get one of each for free and after that you have to use lift tickets is that correct yeah so the only way to get those items is outside of the free one that you start with is actually spending leaf tickets so this is the first thing in the game i guess that you're initially seeing needs actual money put in or i mean time because you can always wait and get leaf tickets right but yeah so i guess i wanted to ask you how you felt about the different leaf ticket things or leaf ticket items well what i did first i was focusing on getting the uh, crafting the kk slider chair um, it costs 250 leaf tickets and basically when you get it KK slider is in your campsite permanently. So as soon as I knew that was an option, that was my main focus. I didn't spend leaf tickets on, on, on anything else. At this point, you can also use them, like we said, to go to the query to uh, find ore, uh, shovel strike mm -hmm. query. You can also use them to expand a crafting slots because when you're crafting an item, you have to wait a certain amount of minutes or sometimes hours or maybe even days. So if you want to craft multiple items, you have to spend, I believe it's 80 new um, leaf tickets. Yeah, it is. Um, 
I wanted to ask you real quick. So what did you think of KK Slider's chair? Like what, what did it do? Oh, he's just always there and you can talk to him. He's not playing different music. He's just strumming the guitar, nothing specific. Uh, but he's there. Um, I needed him in my campsite for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then, so I just, I reached the max amount of villagers to have in my campsite. Do the, does KK like take up a slot? No, I believe you can still have, it. was it for the limit? Um, no, the limit's actually like eight, I think. Oh, eight wow. villagers. So you can have a lot of little people in your little campsite. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it is eight. So with KK Slider, that would be nine villagers that you have. Right, right. And now I'm focusing on that. Actually, I want to bring more people in. So I'll let you know if he counts as one of the eight or not. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good to know. Um, And then I love that. So the KK Slider chair and the other option was the tom nook chair i don't right. know who wants tom nook in their town <laughs> versus kk slider it right it's like an easy choice <laughs> i think they could have done something for isabel she could have had a, a remote office or like a, a secretary desk or something so she could be there as well yeah she does show up in the marketplace or she's usually in the marketplace um, right, right. She offers um, basically assistance. They have a lot of in-game guides to help you um, with all the different things that you can do, and they explain all the aspects of the game. Yeah. So I guess I wanted to go over kind of the leaf ticket and pricing because when I'm playing like a game like this, I want to get an idea of what the value is for right. what you're getting. And so the KK Slider chair is 250 and when you first start the game they have a little like one dollar deal that you could take advantage of and it gives you like 40 leaf tickets and a couple items but right. so the pricing i'm looking at it right now 20 leaf tickets is a dollar 45 is two dollars 100 is four dollars 200 is eight dollars 600 leaf tickets is, wow, $21. <laughs> and then 1,200 leaf tickets is $40. And right. I don't know. To me, it seems like kind of expensive. Like if I wanted to just buy the KK Slider chair, I know I'd be spending at least like, I don't know, if I got About the 200 pack. That's eight dollars. Eight dollars. The right. one hundred pack, four dollars. So I'd be spending like twelve dollars. Right, and I believe the KK slider and the Tom Nook chair are in special. Basically, they're half price the amount of uh, leaf tickets that they're gonna take. Uh, I believe after about forty-five days, so each one could potentially be up to sixteen dollars in the future. Yeah, that's that, that's really high. That's crazy to me. Like that is pretty expensive. Um, and that's like the only way you can get these special items. Right. And it's may, it's sounding like they're going to have uh, different items on special or limited time, either for you to spend real money to get the leaf tickets or to play a lot and just save up leaf tickets to get those items. Yeah. And there's, and there's no way to tell like how long these items are going to be available to. Um, cause I, I know like a lot of free to play games like to, you know, swap out what items are available. So right. it, it gives you more of a like time incentive to actually get it. Right. Um, but yeah, that, that seems like a pretty high price, but overall, like now that I've been playing and getting to know more of like what the leaf tickets can be used for. I've been figuring out kind of like what's worth it, you know? Right. And and, and me, I, mean, I meant to ask you if, if you see in the future a reason to actually spend money to get them. Um, I'd say, I don't know. I think right now it just feels kind of too expensive for me. Like if I'm spending 12 to $16 on one item to get KK Slider in my town, I tend to think of that money in terms of like 
what I spend to play New Leaf, for example. Right now, you can buy a copy of New Leaf for twenty dollars, right. right? And you're spending over half of that for one character out of the game, you know? Right. Right. So I, I it's kind of how I like to think about DLC and how much that's worth to me. So for example, like Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. That game they added DLC which added like 50% more tracks. They added four courses, so 16 tracks total, you know. Right. And that was only like 12 bucks. And I was like, this is practically doubling my game for less than half the price. Right. Excellent price. Yeah. So I I like to think of my in-game purchases in terms of like, what am I getting in this game? And does that value seem similar to what I would spend just playing the full game, you know? Right. Right. And uh, and I know it's the game. It's it's barely starting. It's not even out in in the entire world. I don't see a reason to spend money. I think if you if you really want something, you can keep playing, keep at it, and you can build the leaf tickets that way. Yeah, because I am currently at two hundred and thirty four, so I'm really close to getting the KK slider chair. Um, and that's just I haven't paid for any of that. That's just me playing the game. Um, right. There are other things you can do with the leaf tickets, like you can speed up the time it takes to construct something. Um, those things I'm never going to do just because I'm like, I could just wait and it's free, right. you know. Right. Um, you can also use them on the honey and the nets. I don't see myself doing that either because I'm like, if I'm playing enough, like I'm going to catch these bugs and these fish, you know. Right. I just want, I just hopefully they eventually add a way to get another free try of those only because I really like the new items and how you use them. Yeah, it does. It is really cool. And this is like, it, it's exciting that it's a new way to fish, you know, that didn't exist before. Right. Um. So I like that. I like the ideas behind them. I just don't see myself like spending the money on it. Right, right. Um, and, and then the. The easiest way to get the leaf tickets is to fulfill the villagers' requests, and you have it's the, the game has a level up system. Whenever you level up, you get ten tickets. Yeah, yeah. So you're getting ten tickets whenever you level up. So right now I'm level twenty, which is I'm, I'm surprised level I got that high. <laughs> but that means I've gotten I've earned two hundred leaf tickets just by leveling up my character and is that the limit or do, do you see that you can go beyond 20 um i actually like just barely made it to 20 and it right now the bar looks like it can go up higher oh, okay that's good but i haven't leveled up any other character to see right right yeah so uh, next time i will have an update on that <laughs> Right. And the other way to get the leaf tickets is the game has these uh, long-term missions. I'm, I forget the, the actual name of them, but th there's uh, other ways to get leaf tickets. For example, collect 50 fruit, 100 fruit, fish, box, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're little rewards that you get. Um, they call them stretch goals. That's you have it. daily mm -hmm. goals and stretch goals. Or was it? No, it's timed goals. Right. But usually I feel like they're they're a goal within that day that you're playing, you know? Right. That's right. So I just call them daily goals. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, the la uh, the other thing I wanted to say, um, the things I really think are worth spending leaf tickets on are the extra crafting slots and the special items that there's like no way to get, like the KK slider chair. Right. Because um, other items, like, they go toward getting things that you can just get regularly. Like, they go to getting fish. They go toward getting bugs. And you can already get those without the items, you know? Right. Um, so, like, the crafting slots, that's super great. Because um, I'm constantly crafting, like, three things at a time. Right. Yeah, that's um, definitely my next focus, too. I, I, I need to get the extra slots. Yeah. 
So I've spent each each crafting slot is eighty leaf tickets. Um, they were both eighty. Like it did it. It wasn't like you got the first one for eighty and then the next one's a hundred and twenty. You know, right, right. It was just a set price at eighty, which I liked. So I've already spent a hundred and sixty leaf tickets on that. Um, and then outside of that, yeah, just those special items, the KK chair. I'd say is worth it for sure. Um, maybe I'll sacrifice my leaf tickets and get the Tom Nook one and <laughs> tell you all what that's all about, but it would destroy me on the inside because I also love KK. <laughs> um, and I definitely don't see too much value to use the leaf tickets to go to Shovel Strike, Shovel Strike Query. Yeah, you know... Uh, uh, once I think more players are on it, like it's going to be pretty easy to get five people to lend you a hand, you know? Right, exactly. Y yeah, so I'd say save your leaf tickets. Don't use them to go to Shovel Strike and just like hit up your friends and be like, let me in. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um. So I guess what do you feel is missing from the game or what would you like added to it in future updates? If anything, the the game is fun, but it's a little repetitive. Definitely much more so than the main games. I think what they should focus on is adding more items or more things that you could even use for their request. I was thinking even flowers because there's no flowers in the game. You could, you know, have the different colors, and then some of the villagers could ask you for some of those colors, and then you may have to do some of the um, special breed colors of the flowers and hopefully get lucky and get those as well. Yeah. I, I was noticing a couple things were missing from the main game and that was fossils. Right. And paintings. I didn't notice fossils were missing until the first time I went into shovel strike quarry and my character was holding a shovel. Um, yeah. And then at that point I was just like, Oh yeah, I, should I could <laughs> dig up fossils like where are they right right so maybe a new area will be added in the future one where you can actually dig for fossils and you know build like museum type of things you know right right definitely a new area uh with with the fossils and then maybe a new area for the flowers and also a couple more more of the standard flowers in the other areas just a few yeah yeah it'd be pretty cool to see um, but yeah, and then there, there aren't too many villagers in the game yet. I think I saw a post where people figured out there were 40 villagers. Oh, and I believe you, everyone starts with the same group, correct? Um, yeah, you essentially get the same options for the first ones. I think they were Goldie, Rosie, Apollo, and Jay. Right. And then... Even uh, whoever you choose, like the other three are already going to be floating around different campsites and you can have them live in yours like immediately, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, there aren't too many villagers that you can pick from. Um, uh, what I'm surprised about is a lot of the villagers are actually welcome amiibo villagers. Like they were from those 50 cards of lost villagers that were only in the GameCube version. Right. So yeah, I'm surprised they're going with like more of the new slash really old villagers. Right. That too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then furniture, not every, I don't think every set is in it. Um, not every item is in it. So there's definitely like tons of things they can add. Right. Right. And, and also, you know, items, clothing, etc. I haven't seen glasses. I hope there's a pair of glasses in there. Oh, I did see some glasses. Oh, good. I think good. the first day I played, there were some glasses. I didn't get any of them, though. <laughs> and that's something else they could add as well. They could let us trade a few items, maybe just a few every day, so we don't, you know, just focus on trading. Yeah, yeah. Because the market box, like, you can put different things like fruit, fish, um, essentially, like, anything that you would use to fulfill a villager request. Correct. But you can't trade like crafting supplies or furniture or clothing. 
Right. And so. I, I believe uh, crafting clothing is coming soon, so that, that should help. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm excited because right. I, I wasn't sure if they were going to add that, but, you know, making your own design for a shirt is kind of a staple of the game now. Right. Yeah, so I hope they add that. The one thing I've noticed is missing, whenever I buy a piece of clothing, it doesn't let me try it on before. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, come on, you guys, just let me like wear it a little bit and see if I like it. Right, without having to commit. Yeah, so essentially what I've bought so far have been items from New Leaf or clothing items that I know I've liked. And so I just wear those, you know? Oh, right, right. Um, but yeah, there, there are a bunch of little things. I'm sure, uh, like you said, this is like version 0 0.9.0. So it's not, so it's not even version one yet. Right. And yeah, I'm already like, uh, just kind of a little bit overwhelmed of like all of the things they could add. And I'm excited to see what happens Tuesday when we play because that's Halloween Right. The direct mentioned they will be having special events, but we haven't seen indication of that. Halloween would be the perfect time to start. Yeah. So I'm like, come on. I, I want to see Halloween. I want to see if you guys go all out on this day, you know? Right, right. Um, there could be special items. They, the villagers could ask you sort of Halloween-related requests. That would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. I really think... the I. I'm hoping Nintendo doesn't do this, but I have a feeling they're going to put like special Halloween only items that you need leaf tickets to get. Right. Yeah. And maybe maybe they'll give you like a week like Halloween hits and then you have a week to get these items. But I don't know if it's just like one day and you have to spend money for it. That's going to be tough. <laughs> Right, right. And and another thing that you can do in the game is customize your camper, which is your vehicle. Maybe yeah. they could even add, um, I don't know, a pumpkin theme <laughs> camper style. That, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that'd be so cool. And I'm so glad you brought up the camper because it's like, it, it's a main part of the game, but I find myself forgetting about this camper constantly. Exactly. Essentially, the first day I went in, I made my camper, I did a yellow bottom, white top, it's Little Miss Sunshine themed. Right. And after that, like, I haven't done any decorating inside my camper. I did add a second floor, but usually I just forget that it exists because I'm so focused on the actual campsite and right. just visiting the other places to get fruits, fish, and bugs. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly the same way, but I'm glad it's there. It, it's something else to do. I, I think, yeah, we are neglecting it. <laughs> yeah, and I feel bad too because I love the new characters from OK Mo Motors. Definitely. And I want to visit them some more and get all the different designs. But the camper is a really cool idea. Like, it's another thing that they introduced in Welcome Amiibo. And you essentially get your own camper that you can... You can customize the exterior to an extent. Um, right now, I've only unlocked like one additional exterior. I'm sure right. they'll have a ton of different options in the future. Um, but you can decorate the inside. You can give it another floor. And you can edit the paint job. Right. They have basic ones. like You can just choose the, the color of the different parts. Or they have special paint jobs. Um, I have the camo chick which is basically camouflage but it, it looks it's brown colored i really like it yeah i actually really like the camo one i usually don't like camouflage right. as a pattern but it looks pretty cute as a camper right yeah so i i haven't spent on getting like one of the special paint jobs but i think after a while i'll probably get tired of my paint that I have and just kind of try a different color, you know? Right. And, and for the, the paint jobs, you use bells. You do not use leaf tickets. And, and also for expanding your camper and maybe adding a second floor, that's when the game brings back the loan system. You basically have a loan with OK Motors. Yeah. So you have the new Tom Nook, Giovanni. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this one much better. Yeah. I like it too. And it's cheaper. Um, the first upgrade was 10,000 bells 
the second one that I'm on is 30,000. I haven't right. paid that off cuz I use all my money to craft furniture. Right. Um but yeah, yeah like I'm at the 30,000 as well. Yeah, I wonder if there's one beyond that. Right. I would think so. Maybe just a, a bigger second floor, a slightly bigger first floor. Yeah, I imagine it'll only be like three upgrades and then right. you're done. Right. Because it is a pocket-sized game. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so yeah, how, how are you feeling about it? How are you feeling about the app? I really like it. I, I think you could play it as a mobile game. Uh, I'm, I'm inclined to say the way you should play it a little bit. Uh, different times a day, a couple of minutes. But whenever I play it, I find myself playing for an hour to an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't been on it like less than 30 minutes. Um, luckily, the, uh, what I like about the game is that like it ref refreshes every three hours. So uh, what I notice it most with is this fruit. So fruit right. in an Animal Crossing game takes like three days to regrow. That's three real-time days. And here in this game, it takes three hours. So right. <laughs> it's a lot shorter wait times to right. get like new things going on in your t thing. And I think that's good for a mobile game. Yes, definitely. And then you can also use fertilizer if you really need one piece of fruit to fulfill a request. Do you know how do you, how you get the actual fertilizer though? I don't know. I just saw, I, I had a bunch of it. So I used a couple because right. everybody in my town wants apples all the time. <laughs> so I grew, I sped up my apple tree twice, but I still have some. I'm not quite sure how I got it though. Right, right. Same here. Yeah. Um, and another part that refreshes every couple of hours, I think it's either, yeah, it's about two or three hours, is the location of the villagers and the requests that they have. Because they ask you for three things at a time. You can only do about three requests for each villager. And after that, they tell you, oh, I'm, I'm pretty content with everything. I don't, I don't need anything from you. And after three hours, then they might move and then they have three more things to ask you for. Yeah, and that's really good. That really keeps it going because you have to do these things to get crafting materials. I don't know if there's any other way to get crafting materials outside of, like, if you don't have the materials, you could spend leaf tickets. Um, right. But, yeah. And so every three just... hours you're getting a hold of new stuff that you can use. Right, right. Some of the, the long-term goals also give you materials, but it's, it's definitely not, not as many as with the requests. Yeah. But, yeah, I I love it so far. I think it's super cute. Um, it has these really cute cut scenes of you hanging out with an animal every once in a while. Um, and right. just the aesthetics are really nice. They have, like, beautiful sceneries like little cliffs different sized trees and just the environments feel really good in the game um they're a little small and not too much there's not too much to explore you know right but i think for what you're doing in those areas it's good it's a good it's a good little mobile game and it's fun to play in between rounds of splatoon <laughs> Exactly. It's the perfect the perfect time to play it. When they very first announced it, I was slightly concerned. I was thinking, what could it be? Is it going to be Happy Home Designer Mobile? Is that good enough? And I think considering that the game is just released and there's a lot of potential and things they will be adding with updates, I think it's the perfect representation in, in a mobile version of Animal Crossing. I think it's really good. Yeah, I think it, it does a great job of, like, simplifying the game and putting in, like, things that are, like, clear staples of Animal Crossing. Like, you just, you're still decorating and co collecting furniture, um, but it also, like, adds a lot of new ways to do that. Like, the crafting is awesome. Like, I really want to be able to craft my own things in the future. Right. Right, there's a lot to do, and you always get rewarded. You're always getting items, essence, materials for every little thing that you do. Yeah, and even you level up your friendship with a character too. Right, and... right. There's a lot of little updates and, and things to keep you coming back. Yeah, 
yeah, so I think I'm going to be playing this for a while. Um, I, I will probably start a new one once it officially comes out in the U.S., um, mostly right. to link my Nintendo account and right, get those right. 100 free Leaf tickets. Right. I'm not sure if you heard otherwise, but I, I think we're not really sure how the transition is going to take place. Are we going to lose our data? I think what I heard is that, is that we're not as long as we haven't linked a Nintendo account yet. And once the game is out here, we can do that and it should all be fine. Yeah. So I've just been waiting till I figure out what that situation is, but right. right. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to, it's a good little filler while we wait for the new game, but I do think with this app, like we should be expecting something new to come. Right, and, and and a lot of people are concerned about that, and, and they don't want to go all out on the game and potentially lose their data and their progress. I think they should give it a try. It, like I said, we're we're not sure if you will lose your data. Even if you do, I think they should give it a try just to see how the game began, because I think it's gonna expand a lot. Yeah, it, it's very special to be able to play this beta release essentially and right. get an idea of it and. One thing one of my friends is doing, he was on the show last week, Connor from Ubercrit. He is just getting a feel of the Leaf tickets and seeing what he personally thinks is worth it. So, for example, he spent some Leaf tickets to get a net. And he mostly did it to see if, like, the fish that he got with the net were worth it. <laughs> so, yeah, if you just want to start the game and see what it's about, see how the leaf tickets work, then you're definitely going to get an idea of that through this little beta test. Right, right. And you, you get a feel for the game and for all the little things that you can do and what keeps you coming back to it. Yeah. So any last thing to say about the game? I, I know you have this note. It's the music. Is, it's really good. It's excellent. Oh, yeah. I... I just put my headphones in and listen to it, and I, I don't know how they keep doing it. They just keep making perfect Animal Crossing music. <laughs> right, right. It has a different taste to it, but you can tell it's Animal Crossing, and it's good. Yeah, and, and that's that's the one thing that's pretty awesome about the game. Like, it just feels like an Animal Crossing game. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, if you guys enjoyed this, you will be seeing a lot more of Sergio because he is a co-host on this now. I'm very happy to have him. You can support us on Patreon. I've kind of changed around the Patreon things. There's just a $1 um, thing, and you get a lot of different stuff. You get, for example, my friend code, so you can play with me. You get access to, like, polls that we're going to be doing. Um, for different gameplay elements. Like, for example, I was talking about playing um, Desert Island Escape and picking random amiibo cards. We could do a poll for which amiibo I play with, and you can have a say. You can vote. Also, when you stop by the Patreon, you'll be able to see that we have added a Discord server. There is a link to join, and you'll be able to join in on the conversation about Animal Crossing, and maybe you'll even have a say in what we talk about on the next podcast. Um, but yeah, you can support us. That is on patreon.com slash Nintendo. And then outside of that, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Bye.